Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And in today's Word for the Day, we're going to wrap up our series on repentance. And I want to talk about how you actually um, change behavior, Okay, how, how this works. Um, it's actually um, a pretty simple process. Um, doing it can take some energy and work and it might be frustrating along the way. But the basic process is pretty simple. And I want to use a verse from Ephesians 4. It's Ephesians 4, verse 28, where, where the, the, the Lord shows us through the writing of St. Paul, this Holy Spirit-inspired Word of God, a pattern for transforming your behavior, which is kind of the, the final part of repentance, as I've talked about already. So let me read the verse. It says, Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. So this is taking a specific sin area, stealing. And it's talking to the person who's a thief. And so it's a person who has a pattern of stealing. They're habituated to stealing. So in many ways, um, being transformed so that sinful behavior patterns no longer... characterize us, but godly, Christ-like behavior patterns characterize us, you know, repenting, it's a process of rehabituation. It's putting off old sinful habits and putting on new Christ-like habits. And all of us as Christians, we bring into our Christian life and sometimes later build into our Christian life through our own fault and messing up sinful patterns that become habituated and they become kind of natural and automatic. And, um, you know, th- this is just a human thing, right? It's it's how we live. We talk about muscle memory all the time, and it's so true. It's like um, um, oftentimes I'll be driving, and I'm intending to go to like someplace I don't normally go to, and the first few turns or the first few t- turns out of my neighborhood I always take. And if I'm just sort of listening to a song or podcast, I'll realize I'm halfway to Church of the Apostles, and I meant to actually go a complete opposite way, but I drive this way every day, and I just didn't even realize it. It's just my muscle memory kicking in. I'm just habituated to doing that. Well, you've probably experienced that or something like that, right? It's a normal human thing. Well, that comes into our walk with Christ, and so a lot of times areas where we struggle with sin, it's like it's in our muscle memory. In fact, the Scripture says that, that sin is in our mortal bodies. It's in our members. It's in our eyes, our hands, our feet, our tongue, Right? So if I'm a liar and have a habit of lying, in a sense, it's my tongue that's habituated to lying and my vocal cords and my brain. And I have to rewire that, rehabituate it, so that I can become a person who's honest. So in repentance, that part of repentance where where we transform behavior, it's always about putting off something that's sinful, in this verse, stealing, and putting on something that's Christ-like, working and giving. Okay? So um, so in this verse, notice the pattern. Paul wants a person who's habituated to stealing a thief to stop doing it. So step one is it says um, they should no longer steal. So they say no to stealing. That's step one. It's not the whole process, though. And that means um, with their hands, they well, f- first of all, they have to intend to not steal, right? starts in their thinking. Stealing's wrong. God doesn't want it. I intend not to steal. Step one. 
Step two, they choose to not use their hands to steal. Then the next step, it says, instead, let them labor doing honest work with their own hands. So notice the pattern here. You've been using your hands to steal. Now use your hands to work. And then you'll have something to give. So use your hands to give. The, the, the coins you earn from your labor, the goods you earn, take some of that and actually give it away. And you see the genius in this little verse. That little process reverses stealing. Someone is a thieving, selfish person. They become an honest, hardworking, giving person. They move from a sinful pattern to a godly pattern. And, of course, a person who's working on this, they might have to do this over and over and over to get to a new, new pattern. But they're rehabituating themselves. They're transforming their habits from sinful, unchristlike habits to godly, Christ-like habits. And that's, um, that's in a lot of ways, that's the work we do to uh, become new people. Now, there's a lot of practices we can do to help buttress that. But it's important for me to say this. That's not just a self-help thing. It's not just picking yourself up by the bootstraps and making yourself change. We're doing all this while we're in fellowship with the Lord. He's in our lives. The Holy Spirit has come to live within us, and he's at work in us. So Philippians 2.12, another verse I love to use to talk about this process. It says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who's at work in you to willing to work your good pleasure. So, so what we're doing as we grow in Christ is we're cooperating with the Holy Spirit. We're cooperating with the grace of the Holy Spirit, his life and power at work in us. He's always at work. That's what Philippians 2 says. He's always at work in us to will and to work his good pleasure. He's working in us to desire to want to do godly things. He's working in us to give us the power to do them. He's working in us to help us see where we need to change. He's constantly at work. And we cooperate with him. And and repentance is really how we cooperate with him. So as he's working in us and he's showing us places where we need to grow, we confess that sin, we receive forgiveness, and we repent. We intend to change. And then we begin the process of changing. And that process of cooperating is rehabituation. So I don't know. Let's let's say um, you have a sinful habit. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe, you know, when someone frustrates you when you're driving, you don't just sort of have a normal like, well, that's frustrating. They shouldn't do that. But you fly off the handle and you just get really ticked off. And maybe some, you know, unsavory words come out of your mouth. And, you know, Jesus doesn't want that kind of reaction. But man, you've been driving for 30 years and that reaction has going on a long time and uh, it's hard to change it. Well, how do you do it? Well, let's use this pattern from Ephesians 4. So what you have to do is intend to not react that way anymore. So you say no to that flying off the handle. And then instead, you have to say yes to something else. Now, here's the key part. You have to think through beforehand. Let's say you've identified... I know the Lord wants me to not do that anymore. You have to sort of pause, maybe take some time, you know, when you're not in that situation to say, what can I do instead? What would be the right way to behave in that in that instance? And so then I have to figure out what that is. And maybe the right way to behave might look something like this. Rather than fly off the handle, I'll choose to pray. And I'll say, Lord, thank you for this opportunity to be patient. And I pray for that person that they drive better. That's okay. They need to drive better. 
Or maybe they're driving, maybe, Lord, they're going through a hard day and they're not realizing what they're doing. I pray that you just be with them and bless them. So notice what you've done. You've said no to this flying off the handle. You've chosen not to use your thought in your mouth and your words to fly off the handle. Instead, you replace it with thoughts and words that pray to God, give him thanks, and bless that person. Now, if they're breaking the law, that's wrong, and that's frustrating, and it's okay to feel that to a certain level. I'm not talking about that. But you want to, this habit of flying off the handle, you want to change it. So notice what you do is you, you find the right way to do it, and you replace it. That's what's going on in Ephesians 4. That's how you rehabituate. You don't say no to habits. You replace habits. That's how it works. And so you find that new thing to do. And in many ways, that's that's what repentance and growing in Jesus Christ in terms of our character always looks like. Now, we buttress that with all these spiritual practices. We go to church on Sunday. We receive the sacrament. We read our Bible. We pray. We fellowship with other believers. Sometimes we fast. Sometimes we go into silence and solitude. These are all ways where we stay close to God and his life is in us. And then we cooperate and work those things out in our daily life as we work on rehabituating ourselves in the areas where we need to grow and put on Christ-likeness. One of the images in the Bible is it's, it's, like, it's like changing your clothes. We put off or take off the clothes of our sinful patterns and put on the new clothes of our Christ-like patterns. So hope that's helpful. Hope that's clear enough for you to act on it. Uh, if, if you know me, feel free to reach out to me. I'd be glad to talk more about that. But that, in the, in the nutshell, is kind of what a life of repentance looks like. God bless and have a great day.